it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. Before I get to the obvious audio, where once again, Joe Biden doesn't think black people understand stuff like the, the interweb machine or vaccines. And that's not... Uh, Super producer Mike and I were talking earlier. Mike, you have to send me that article. That apparently now, the blacktivists and black academics behind critical race theory actually think believing that low expectations is its own form of bigotry is wrapped in its own form of racism. So if you actually believe that soft bigotry, the soft bigotry of low expectations, as George Bush put it, if you believe that is an unequal treatment of people, that in of itself makes you a racist. So if you believe in treating people equally and giving them an equal amount of respect, expecting an equal amount of responsibility, so forth and so forth. In other words, you just look at people like people. The fact that we were told we should try to achieve a colorblind society if we actually try to approach it from that angle, that in of itself is racist. At that point, like I've said before, if everything is racist, then nothing's racist. If the goal of the left in this country is to declare that everything is racist and the only possible redemption is to submit to the Robin D'Angelo's of the world or the Ibram X. Kendi's of the world or the Democratic Party's demands for socialism, then we're not talking about racism anymore. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about socialism masquerading as anti-racism. And again, my, my, my offer, sincere offer, I have not seen it, maybe you have. If you can show me one person who is heralded as an anti-racist activist, who is not only uh, not profiting in some way by you know, writing children's books or, or school curriculums or something, I, I, I noticed that there's a, there's an enormous amount of capitalism that is rolled into this anti-racism stuff. If you could show me a person, an honest and sincere anti-racist activist, who isn't promoting socialism, isn't parking you know, 10 layers of communism behind their anti-racism, if you could show me one of them. Well, first of all, I'd like to interview them. But I'll stop talking about it. I'll say, okay, there's, there's obviously an existence a small percentage of so-called anti-racists that are not communists. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to hear it. But Biden, Biden now seems to think that black people just, they don't understand stuff. Now we got a lot to get to here. Um, Janet Yellen, Janet Yellen thinks we need to raise taxes on corporations and transfer that money to uh, Biden's preferred um, infrastructure projects. John Solomon over at Just the News pointed out that a lot of what's going into this next Airfingers Court stimulus bill is all the same politically correct nonsense and garbage that we saw in the last stimulus bill, and there's even more new garbage that we were unaware of. But I've got, you know, you come to this program 
for perfectly executed political analysis. And that is that is my goal every day. That is my that outside of my family, that is my bay. That is my before anything else to formulate this program. And I noticed something that is left out when really smart people, I mean super smart people like Janet Yellen, super smart people like Neera Tandon, who leave out when they're promoting their left-wing philosophy. And I'm going to start here. I happen to like the Daily Mail a lot. It's tabloid-ish, it's true, but they report on things that our media happily, happily ignores. Headline, AOC demands ICE and the Department of Homeland Security are abolished and the U.S. lets in climate refugees in radical plans set to anger centrist Democrats. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez wants to dissolve the Immigration and Customs Enforcement and Department of Homeland Security in a massive overhaul to the immigration system after it was revealed Joe Biden reopened facilities for housing unaccompanied minors arriving at the border. Wait a second, so... Barack Obama's kids in cages are back? Is that what we're being told? It's only two months into this administration and our fraught, unjust immigration system will not transform in that time, the New York Progressive uh, representative posted on Twitter Tuesday evening. That's why bold reimagination is so important. She asserted DHS shouldn't exist. Agencies should be reorganized. ICE gotta go banned for uh, for-profit detention, climate refugees and status and more, create climate refugees status and more. So we need to get rid of all border security. All border security is in of itself racist and wrong and evil. We cannot have border security. We can make Americans take their shoes off at the airport. We can force them to take COVID tests. We can tell them they can't go to church. We can shut down anything for the American citizen. We could ban flights between New York and Florida. We could, we could impose whatever we want on the American citizen. We can perp walk a salon owner for opening her small business. You have to follow every law. But we cannot, we will not, and shall not under these proposals enforce the law on the non-citizen. So kids in cages, to a point, are back. Now, look at what we have going on right now. We have a government that is pretending that it is starting from scratch on COVID relief. That's a lie. The past administration signed every single measure into law that was produced by Congress. Operation Warp Speed was a success. There is now multiple vaccines available on the market. To listen to Biden's people, this is one of the funniest things. I heard Jen Psaki uh, yesterday, uh, if we have the clip, we'll play it. She was talking about the increases in the increases in available doses. Did these pharmaceutical companies magically, did they just magically increase their output? How did they do that? How did they jump 30, 40%? That's amazing. It's absolutely amazing how they've increased their their output magically. And they did it all because of Biden. Well, one of two things. Either that's fairly standard with a new, new drug, new vaccine, what have you, that there's a slow 
ramping up of production or they were withholding it when Trump was president. But the way Saki's talking about it, somehow Joe Biden waved his magic wand and Pfizer's machines just worked faster. But they're acting as if Biden deserves all the credit. And I said this would happen. I said this in December. I said it in January. I said it in early February. You watch Biden. The Biden people are going to start asserting that Biden's the hero here. Biden created all this. Biden, you know, Biden inherited this giant mess. Biden inherited Operation Warp Speed. Joe Biden doesn't get to claim credit for anything here. And listening to potato chips is, is very hard. Cube Cut 7, here's Jen Psaki. Yes, it's Peter. It's Fox News. This doesn't count. It absolutely counts. Here she is answering a question about these detention facilities that the Democrats said must be closed under President Trump that were open during Obama. Cut seven. It's the same facility that was open for a month in the Trump administration, summer 2019. That is when Joe Biden said, under Trump, there have been horrifying scenes at the border of kids being kept in cages. And Kamala Harris said, uh, basically, babies in cages is a human rights abuse being committed by the United States government. So how is this any different than that? We very much feel that way. Uh, and so the, these are facilities. Let me, be, let me be clear here. One, there's a pandemic going on. I'm sure you're not suggesting that we have children right next to each other uh, in ways that are not COVID safe, are you? I'm suggesting that Kamala Harris said that this facility, putting people in this facility, was a human rights abuse committed by the United States government. And Joe Biden said, under Trump, there have been horrifying scenes of border uh, at the border of kids being kept in cages. Now, it's not under Trump, it's under Biden. This is not kids being kept in cages. This is, this is kids, this is a facility that was opened that's going to follow the same standards as other HHS facilities. It is not a replication, certainly not. The, that's, that is never our intention of replicating the immigration policies of the past administration. But we are in a circumstance where we are not going to expel unaccompanied minors at the border. That would be inhumane. That is not what we are going to do here as an administration. So there are no kids in cages anymore. I mean, there were kids in cages during Trump, even though it was the same facility that was open during Obama, where the photos that were used by the media to, to bludgeon Trump and, and empower the Democrats were actually uh, photos from the Obama years. So the facility's open, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to operate like other facilities, but it's not going to be kids in cages until a Republican's president again. Okay, got it. Now, Janet Yellen... Janet Yellen wants to increase taxes on corporations. Andrew, what does this have to do with AOC? It has to do with everything. I'm going to get to a very, very substantial point here that the Democrats, it's, it's again, I don't understand their thinking. Janet Yellen thinks we need to raise taxes because, well, the economy needs it, right? We need stimulus. So she wants this Keynesian economics uh, stimulus. We can't just open back up. We have to raise taxes. We have to raise taxes, and then we have to we have to fund more projects to create jobs and stuff. Play cut ten. What President Biden has indicated is that he's going to be looking um, at corporate taxation, cl- closing loopholes, um, trying to um, probably raise the corporate tax rate. Um, not as high as it was before 2017, but probably up to 28% to try to get rid of subsidies for fossil fuels and um, other inefficient 
forms of taxation. So does that mean you don't think we'll see a wealth tax? Well, you know, a wealth tax has been discussed, but it's not something that President Biden um, has come out in favor of. I think it's something that has very difficult implementation problems. Um, but, um, you know, President Biden has pledged not to raise taxes on uh, households making less than $400,000. But, um, you know, for example, their um, capital gains uh, escape taxation, even at death due to step up of basis, that might be something that's um, worth reconsidering. Now, the reason why Biden doesn't want to consider a wealth tax is because rich liberals don't want to pay it. We'll, we'll play this clip again and get into that a little bit deeper. So now we have to raise taxes on corporations. We have to, ra we have to get rid of these, uh, these inefficient loopholes that were probably created by Biden. And we have to uh, push out uh, we have to push out the oil and natural gas companies who don't, who don't use any other tax breaks that other businesses don't use. All right, Andrew, what does this have to do with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez? Everything. And this is a point that I cannot get straight from a Democrat. We Look at all the problems we have right now. We have Americans who are out of work. We have Americans who can't get enough to eat. We have Americans who can't see the doctor, right? How many doctors are there versus how many people? I don't know the ratio. But we need... We, we have a choice to make. We can either get more doctors or have less people. Look at what the Democrats want to do. This is something that I don't understand in their, in their, their claim to love math. If you have an X number of people you can't take care of, over 500,000 homeless Americans, we have veterans that are struggling in this country. You know, add in a Texas power outage, a COVID uh, lockdown. Try to imagine dealing with that and PTSD. So we have problems that are facing millions of Americans that have yet to be solved. These problems have yet to be solved by government or society. And the answer we're getting from Democrats is we need more people to take care of. So if you had a hospital, right? You had a hospital and it had X number of beds and X number of doctors, and there were long lines. And somebody said, you know what we ought to do right now? We ought to put more people online. Well, how does that solve a problem? If the hospital cannot keep up with the demand for beds and the demand for medical attention as is, what on earth would make you think solving the problem comes in the form of adding more demand and pressure on the hospital. All that means is people are going to get less time in the bed and less time with the doctor. And that goes to everything here. We already have millions of Americans that need assistance. We have millions of businesses that have been closed down. We have veterans that are struggling. And the answer, the answer we get from government is to shut down pipelines to exponentially increase the cost of energy and add millions more people to the ledger. Where are these people all going to work? The economy is not in a cycle of demand for labor. The Democrats want to keep the, the, the economy locked down even longer. 
They want us to wear masks now into 2022. We have wholesale sectors of the economy that are not functioning. Travel and tourism, hospitality, airlines, hotels, you name it. So they want to bring in more people. When Americans are out of work, if one in seven American families is suffering with food insecurity, how do we benefit the American citizen, the American economy in the United States by bringing in millions more people who are going to have to feed? Give me that answer. It escapes me. It's like when the government can't solve a problem under progressive principles, it wants to take on more problems. How is taking on, if you can't solve the problem that's right in front of you, if you don't have the capacity, you don't have the resources, you don't have the manpower to solve the problem right there in front of you, squarely in front of your face, two inches off your nose, you can't solve the problem, you go, you know what we ought to do? I got an idea. Let's take on more problems. Then none of them get solved. And in, in this case, you're basically saying, well, we can't solve the problem of the citizen, but we sure as hell could solve the problem of the non-citizen? That makes absolutely no sense, but that's how the progressive mind works. They magically can't find resources to solve problems for Americans, but come one, come all across the border and we'll house you, clothe you, feed you, and provide you health care. You know, if you're sitting around asking yourself, if you're waiting, 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 if you're an American citizen or have someone in your family that's waiting, waiting, waiting for the federal government to act on their behalf, do not wait any longer. If you are waiting for a Democrat-led government to put Americans first with the COVID relief bill, don't. Maybe there's a benefit here. The wall is not finished. So you or your family member should run across the border, wait, wait, wait. When you see the Border Patrol, come running back, come running back across the border, pretend you don't speak English, and you'll get everything you need. Now, to make this easier, maybe you want to write down what you need in, in English maybe poor penmanship to make it look like somebody else did it for you. But come running across the border, put your hands up, say no habla, and hand the list to the Border Patrol, and you'll get everything you need. So long as they think you're not a citizen. If you're a citizen, back of the line. We are right. They are wrong. That's the end of the story. AOC's answer to this problem is to now recognize every human being around the world as a climate refugee, bring them here, tax you to death, force you to give over ever more of your resources, expect less from your own government, and that's her idea of justice. We are right. They are wrong. That is the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program will never be broken. Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Wilcow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.